1: Hey everybody, I'm John Cena.
2: Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. It's
1: Kyle O'Reilly. Matt Riddle, the King
0: of Rose. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff Jarrett. I'm Rocky Asuka Romero. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk, home of Lou Gowen. Support Wrestle Talk. Whatever Wrestle Talk is and whoever Lou Gowen is, quote the Ravens. Nevermore. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. But you really should support Wrestle Talk and you should follow them and subscribe right now. Ali told me to say this, so I guess it's okay. Support Ali, support Luke, support Wrestle Talk.
1: Make sure you watch and listen to Wrestle Talk. Or better yet, take just a moment, stop what you're doing, and bask in their
0: glory. Do us all a favor and subscribe. Congratulations, you got here. Now
2: subscribe and support. Thanks. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble. Podcast. I am Luke Owen and I'm joined by Laurie Blake. Hi right, mate. How's it going bud? I'm alright yeah. Thanks. This is the last time you and I are going to do this. Ooh, I know. It all changes as of next week. just be
3: here chatting to Pete. Aww. Aww bless him
2: yeah so pete is essentially going to be running that show i guess he's going to be i mean he's going to be editing it anyway um so yeah <laughs> oh, i'll be running the show <laughs> oh you'll always be running the show uh but yeah so as of next week i won't be doing the nxt rambles anymore because i'll be doing aew dynamite shows with ollie davis Gutted, mate. gutted mate so you're going to be doing nxt with pete and mm-hmm. then the magazine show. I mean, we might end up doing magazine shows together, but we certainly won't be in the, this NXT mold. The pocket, exactly. And then, uh, yeah, Pete and Dave, just Dave, will be doing the Saturday SmackDown reviews. Ooh, packed old time! What who a great is t-
3: this Dave?
2: Who is who this? is this Dave? Who is this Dave? Indeed. Dave the Knave. We've just been calling him Dave Just Dave. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this uh, is an email. Uh, it was quite lovely, really. This uh, comes in from Sean, and it is for the last Luke and Laurie NXT podcast. Whoa. Uh, hi, Luke, Laurie, and hopefully Pete's around too. Pete is not. Pete is on holiday this week. Uh, I've been a longtime fan, pod swatter, and happy to be a pledge hammer too. I've always wanted to write in, but never got round to it. I have a few Rusev hazing, get betters, and I'd like to share in future emails. With that being said... Sorry, with this being the last week of Luke and Laurie doing the NXT reviews together though, I felt the impetus to write in about something you guys brackets but not Ollie, close brackets, would appreciate D&D. I knew it was going to be D&D. <laughs> <laughs> For years I've been curious about D&D, and since hearing you guys talk about it, I felt motivated to try it out. But despite being a huge geek with several geek friends, none of them were interested in playing with me. Until last month, an old friend of mine from film school who kept in touch with me on social media posted that he was going to start a new group and be the DM. (coughs) Excuse me. Boss. Uh, We actually hadn't hung out in about 12 years, but I immediately messaged him saying I was interested if he had room in his group. Thankfully, he did. In preparation, I read some of the player's handbook. Oh, that's a lot. yeah reading some of the
1: player's <laughs> handbook
2: is that's
3: not an easy task i've done a game where no one's read it so it's fine yeah it's like it's okay because
2: if i was to look at the player's handbook and like just flick through it i wouldn't be like i wonder what section i should just pick to read I think you either there. read all of
3: it or none of it and yeah it's better <laughs> like
2: <laughs> i read
3: all of it before i played and yeah. i was kind of fine i think uh but yeah having read none of it is often easier as well because you just go yes the, what the DM says is
2: correct exactly yeah. and often you get you avoid arguments if you just go well what he said is fine yeah what they said is fine because there have been times in our campaign where uh, our DM has said something because one of our characters has done something and then nerdy Gary on the end. I could hear him flicking through the pages. <laughs> there must be something there must for be, this. Something, got something, must, for something for this. Something I can do. Pushes, oh, I think actually I can do this. And then he can roll 12 dice or whatever it is he does. A million dice. A million dice. And he's got proper, well heavy dice. Like mm. his, it's made out of kryptonite, I think. it was made out of adamantium.
3: Yeah, the, his side of the table always looks like the surface of the moon by the end of the time <laughs> we finish playing.
2: Because he's, he's got like very heavy, like metal, mm. c- metal dice but he rolls them into his own tin so he doesn't damage the table and he really he realized recently that he's denting the tin that they're coming <laughs> they're coming <laughs>
3: they made
2: of? Um, anyway, I read some of the player's handbook and watched a load of videos, mostly on character creation. We're playing 5th edition, by the way. Booyaka. King of editions. Mm. I, don't know, I hasten to add none of this 3.5 I like 3rd. <laughs> I like 3.5. I like doing calculus while playing Dungeons oh, and Dragons. God. Oh mate, not, I don't care what the door is made Did out hit of. It? <laughs> Did I Did uh, I? Just that part alone was a lot of fun coming up with my character. He's a gnome ranger. Yeah. Um, named Aldi Fork Bramble. Good name, that's mate. That's a good name. Uh, but my friends call him Spoon. Spoon. Brackets, instead of fork. It's ironic, you see. Uh, he also rides a black marmeluke dog named Ob- uh o- o- Obsi- Obsidian, or Obi for short. Obsidian. Obsidian, thank you very much. I actually made a 3D model of them on the website uh, oh. designed for creating tabletop gaming figures, which my friend is going to print out for me on his 3D printer, Image Attached. Oh, that's
3: cool. I feel like we've used this website for the uh, figure printing. Mm. Yeah, Uh, fun.
2: We had our first session last month, and it was so much fun. I didn't know any of the other party members before; just my friend, the DM. They all seem really nice, and I can't wait to get to know them, brackets, and their characters better. I feel like I've already made some new friends while exploring a creepy haunted mansion together. We're doing the Curse of the Strad campaign. I knew there was some. uh, I knew there was some off. I knew there was something off about those kids. We're all very excited for the next session. We decided to meet on the first Saturday of every month. Sorry for the longish email. Watching, listening to you guys has helped me through some tough times. I wanted to share a story about someone uh, someone who you're... Sorry, I wanted to chat about someone who your love for D&D has helped bring into the fold. And I also wanted to do it and say it was a lovely time with the D&D and NXT boys. Looking forward to the next era of Talk and the Wednesday Night Wars. Thank you for everything. Have a good show. Sincerely, Sean. Uh, P.S. Next time I write in, it will be about an NXT-related Rusev hate, which I guess will be for Pete and Laurie. Should that still go to Luke's email? No, send that to Pete. Send it to Pete. Yeah, I'm going to get Pete to, like, it, on the episodes, like, get people to send them to him as well. And we can always cross-reference emails and stuff. Sweet. But it's because I'm, unlike previously, I'm not going to be on every show anymore. It usually, I am. Mm. Like, uh, since we've been doing the Wrestle Ramble, I... Take the ha- clawed hands. i got prices clawed hands I'm going to it's difficult, Pete.
1: It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's difficult, Laurie. I'm, I'm not, I'm
2: not going to lie. It's, it is a bit difficult for me. But of the five shows we're going to be doing in a week, is it five? No, th- four shows. Mm. I'm only going to be on two of them. Ooh. No, no, th- oh, sorry, it is five. I'm going to be on three of them. Three of the five. Yeah.
3: <sighs> oh, it's, it's a brave new world. Did I tell you about the time that I... We I do. D-
2: there's the there's the 3D character.
3: Oh, that's boss. Oh, I like the dog.
2: Yeah. That's wicked. That is cool. That's
3: about the time I DM'd for a group of people who hadn't played before. Uh quite the explosive re- anime. That's... Yeah, quite recently. Mm. Um, so I'd, I'd sort of adapted a... a the Storm King's Thunder campaign, I sort of threw out all the the overarching plot because they just wanted to be able to drop in and drop out. So I just made them sort of a questing group of monster hunters. They discovered uh, a deer being attacked by wolves as like the first encounter. And... Got stuck in, as you do, except one of them who mm. skulked off around the back and just... Like, weirdly, she just refused to be part of anything. She was playing a rogue, which yeah. I understand completely, but she just didn't want anything to do with talking to people, interacting with anything, basically taking part in the game. Mm. They'd save this deer, and it's like... Uh, it's a huge stag, and it's got golden antlers. And one of them, like, heals it, saves it. It bows down and lets them ride it, and it it takes them to this, like, cave. Mm. They go into the cave, uh, and it's like a dwarven, abandoned dwarven mine that's mostly crumbled, but um, some of the halls are still alive. Inside, they get attacked by a drider, Mm. uh, who'd sort of killed all the dwarves, is the idea. They took that to mean that the deer had set them up. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So... (laughs) Instead of being like the deer is taking you to this like secret, rewarding, there's like really good treasure in here place, Mm. they were like, that deer bastard (laughs) who set us up. Um, So while the guys were inside fighting the drider, the rogue sneaks off to follow the deer to be like, I'm going to see where this rat's going. Where's it going? The deer's gone off up the mountain into this like uh, beautiful little serene pool, like a, a heated hot spring and it's basically bathing in the hot spring and she's like oh, get, I'm going to get in the hot spring with a deer goes in the hot spring goes up to the deer, so like, what, what do you want to do she's like, oh, I want to pet the deer pets the deer I want to stab the deer in the neck <laughs> <laughs> so the game ended, they killed the driver, all the other stuff, got all the treasure etc, meanwhile She's just filleting the deer in a in a, in a hot spring yeah. while blood pools <laughs> outwards. It's like beautiful. Uh, described this like oasis in the cold mountains. Like it was yeah. almost like spring was in this tiny little area. This tree looming over this beautiful pool. This amazing animal basking in it, dappled sunlight gleaming off its golden antlers. Blood, <laughs> blood. <laughs>
2: Uh, right, well, we also want to talk about wrestling on this show, so let's get into some of that now because the Wednesday Night War kicks off next week and NXT are preparing for that war, but it's not a competition. Here's the show. The final week of NXT, where it is split between USA Network and the WWE Network. Next week, it is all two hours on the USA Network. And it's going to go head-to-head with AEW Dynamite. And it's not a competition. They don't see them as competition. Where There's definitely not a war. Mm. But they have really loaded up next week's yeah. show.
3: I would I would be surprised if they were like, Steve Austin's going to be here. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Hogan's here. Shawn Michaels is going to make an <laughs> yes, appearance. Exactly, like yeah. it's Brock Lesnar's coming. <laughs> and I mean, that's that's the thing. It's like, so next week's whole... This whole episode this week felt like... Not filler, but it was very much geared towards putting all the pieces in place for next week.
2: It was the prologue of a book.
3: Yeah. it And it was just... And while I really enjoyed... Especially the first half. First half, really, really, really really good. Everything else kind of felt inconsequential because it was all sort of just going, yeah, you know, something's going to happen next week.
2: Well, that was it. Yeah. Next week, we just started doing this for no reason. Yeah. So it was like the first hour was so good, Mm. and it was basically the the hour that we thought they should have done last week, do you remember like last week the first hour was fine but then the second hour that was on yeah. the WWE Network was so good. It was weird like, to have
3: flipped at this one.
2: Yeah, so they flipped reversed at this week which I think is a good thing. They really front loaded that first hour with Killian Dane, Matt Riddle, with Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic, the return of Dakota Kai. I was like, wow, this is really, really mm-hmm. awesome. Then the second half on the WWE Network was actually quite pants. Oh, it, yeah. And then, but the whole time I was like, but we still got that big surprise with the six man at the end. Who are the tag partners going to be? And then pff, absolutely <laughs> crap the bed yeah. with that disappointing <laughs> reveal. I was like, oh, oh, you <laughs> so I was watching it in the office and I went, oh, come on. <laughs> and he looked at me was like, yeah, it's crap, is it? <laughs>
1: yeah, it is. It's
3: rubbish. What a poor choice. <laughs> yeah. Of all the things you could have done, like as well, like you could, could have got Moustache Mountain. This I thought it was going to be Moustache oh, yeah. Mountain, like, in all
2: honesty.
1: Uh,
3: You've got so many people. It could have been a surprise. It yeah. Just, yeah, I don't know. It it was one of those things where like I I, I think their plan for next week is interesting. Mm-hmm. But I'm still sort of like, if they're doing this, as they said uh, at the end, I can't remember what the end of the match was, but they said it was going to, oh, it was the end of the Riddle spot where Soruda wins the number one contendership.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And they said next week is going to be a night of champions in which... Basically, every title is going to be defended, as far as we know, apart from the North American. Ah,
2: well, on that, I was just wanted to bring up, um, Dave Meltzer said, I was told that they were going to do four, but they've only announced three. So, apparently, there is plans to do four title matches next week. Is it Walter, though? It could be Walter Kushida. That, yeah. That's the other side of it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, th- it
3: sounds like everything's going to be defended, which does mean that, basically, Undisputed Era are just going to be in every match. Which is fine, but also... Not as exciting as showing the full breadth of your roster. If you can have this opening match that we had tonight with Keith Lee Dijakovich, like as just the kickoff to the show, that could have opened next week's show yeah. as like a, oh yeah, by the way, we're crazy over here. And then you build to the big
2: Adam Cole, Matt Riddle, to close the two hour show. Like, That's it, yeah. So the, like next week's show is really heavily loaded as you said it's like a clash of champions essentially
3: Mm. it's a mini pay-per-view it's a mini pay-per-view absolutely it is
2: yeah because they've announced for next week it's adam cole versus matt riddle for the nxt championship a match that was at one point going to be the main event of nxt toronto Mm -hmm. um street profits versus undisputed era for the tag titles is the now their third encounter it's so, of uh, quite recently they had one on paper, one on tv and then one here yeah uh over the titles and it's the Shayna baszler versus candice LeRae match and as Meltzer said apparently there might be a fourth match added in there as well which could be uh leo rush versus drew gulak because that was oh yeah because leo rush won the cruiserweight championship number one because that should be really cool um walter Kashida, or it could be um roderick strong versus whomever yeah. Imagine if it was like... Dream a, maybe a, well, I was going to say he could still lay out an open challenge, and it's someone from Raw or SmackDown.
3: Oh, oh now that would be cool.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Just Steve sort of like, Austin. Or, or it's, it's Austin. It's the Undertaker. Here to be your North American champion. I really want to champion. win that title. <laughs> I want to be the North American badass. North American soul master. Um, so it's going to be a big, big show next week, but it's not a competition, to go up against uh, AEW. But, you know, for my money, I think that's the smart move. And I think that AEW have been They've been counter-programming each other, essentially. Mm -hmm. Because AEW announced we're doing Cody and Sammy. We're going to do the Women's Championship match between Nyla Rose and Riho. We've got the six-man with the Elite versus Jericho and likely LAX. But they've also announced Hangman Page versus Pac. Oh, yeah. A match that was supposed to be part of Double or Nothing. So next week, holy... like. It's a big old week next yeah, week in yeah. terms of matches,
3: right? And, <laughs> and Helena Cell is like somewhere at the bottom of that. Like, uh, well, you know. And
2: you couple that it's with... It's like The
3: Fiend might win the Universal title at the end
2: of next week. And uh, not, don't care that much. So next week, <laughs> Raw is like stacked because mm-hmm. it's the season premiere of Raw. Yep. Then you've got the AEW and NXT show. Then you've got Brock versus Kofi and the Horsewomen match. Oh. And yeah. Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon and Ladder match. Ooh. And then you've got Hell in a Cell, which, as you say, has got Fiend versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship. Roman and Bryan versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Like, next week is an insane week of wrestling. What a time to be What, a, what a time. What a time <laughs> to be a wrestling fan. And speaking of NXT really putting preparations in to go up against AEW, they were very, very, very pushing hard on this show. That's good sentence work for you. <laughs> That next week it is going to be limited commercial interruptions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My favorite phrase. The, <laughs> my phrase of the day limited commercial interruptions. They were pushing that so hard. There is going to be limited commercial interruptions. And if, you know, if AEW had done those limited commercial interruptions themselves, we might have had an ITV deal. <laughs> <gonna work>. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, you th-
3: do you think, though, the setup for NXT next week has been good? Like, Because they've jumped the gun yeah, huh? by being on TV two weeks early, mm-hmm. but in this weird format, which yes. I think personally has hurt the format, because last week's was weirdly backwards. The WWE Network side was way better, and then this week's was weird the other way around. Yeah. The right half was better this week. But it still just made the show feel a bit stupid when you have to watch both two hours and be like, second not only really is it dragged. split in the middle, you've split it so hard in the middle that the second hour is a waste of time.
2: Dragged so much.
3: Yeah. And then, so we've had two weeks basically where they could have just shown us the product they were going to make mm. as like a an appetit like a teaser, like an amuse-bouche, like here, get get ready for next week because this is what's going to happen. And instead they've kind of half done that and said
2: all the interesting stuff's gonna happen next week. Yeah, and it's I mean, what I'm particularly interested about next week is that you've got to imagine, particularly going by what happened last week, they're gonna do a title change. Mm. So which title do you change? Basler. I think it's Basler, but then Or Kashida becomes the United Kingdom champion. <laughs> I'll be in for it. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I love Walter like. Um I don't know, man. Like I almost feel like that maybe the profits will win back the tank straps, but they feel like they're definitely part of raw now, sort of as that sort of Greek chorus. Uh, but, but I feel like, like Cole
3: could drop it. Like a story you could do with Cole dropping it.
2: But my my or question Roddy to that would his. yeah. I was going to say, my question is then is like we've been spending the entire year building to. The undisputed era draped in gold only to take it off them two weeks later yeah. you, I mean they want a title change right so they need i they, i I'm only assuming they would do because you, you they they like to do this sort of thing on these sorts of shows. I think it's gonna be the
3: women's title if it's going to be
2: anything or it will Can be feel like the right person though
3: maybe for like a week and then they they do something with it yeah. I don't know, but like any taking anything off the undisputed era now. Kills that momentum completely. And it just ruins the like. What was the point of the prophecy story? Yeah, this year-long story we've been telling. Yeah. I say year-long. It's been started this year. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the maybe it's the cruiserweight title.
2: Do you know what? If the Cruiserweight title is on the line, I could definitely see that changing.
3: Yeah, and I think, like, Leo winning it would be a really big deal. and People yeah. would be really into that in NXT. People it go nuts for it. Like, so over last week. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, so maybe if it is the Cruiserweight, I could certainly see it being Leo. But at this point, of all the titles that could possibly be on the line, that's the only one where I can see it changing. Because mm. I just don't think, as much as I love Candice LeRae, and I think that she is over with the crowd... She's not over to the level where it's like, you're the person to beat Baszler. They've not well the thing is they've not done enough with Candice at That's any exactly point. Yeah, they've, they've yeah. It's, not, in, it's not
3: her fault. She's been a filler character, and even even here, she is still a filler character because this was spun out of the Io Shirai feud, which was meant to be for
2: Kyrie Sane. Yeah. So Yeah. And poor it, Rhea Ripley's been forgotten about more or less. Well, exactly. She got screwed yeah. out of her title match. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. like, yeah. So I don't know. I mean I still think it's Dakota Kai's the the person, but Dakota would be good. Yeah, I mean they could both do the
3: same story. I think is the the key with they both feel like the same character, but Dakota has had more development. In Indeed. Her character.
2: So NXT have uh, incredibly prepared for war next week. What a week it is going to be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
2: Let's see what you think up in them super, super, super chats with Randy
3: Andy um, Well, if you go to RutterTalk.com or if you went there a week ago and you saw the article which was about Kushida needing to get two mystery uh, tag partners, you'll see that I predicted that it would be Breezango. So I'm just saying how
2: incredibly intelligent I am. Well, well done for... You, so you, what you're saying is you picked the worst option possible yeah. and they also went with it. Yeah, well done for having a
3: disappointing <laughs> imagination, Randy Thank you very much.
2: Probably, I, I mean, I'll, I'll say it <laughs> when we get to the show, but I was going to say, when... I thought at the start of the show, oh, it'll be the Brudan Brawlers because Kushida said, "I've got friends all around the world," and I was like, "Oh, it makes sense, the Brudan yeah. Brawlers." And then they came off their match. I was like, "Huh, it's not them. This is at an even bigger level of mystery for me." And that it was fucking
1: Breezango. <laughs> yeah. What would
2: be weird if it was Imperium again? <laughs>
3: Start Recording says, out of everyone in the NXT roster, who are the top three most likely in your guys' opinion to win a Royal Rumble at some point down the line? Cole. Yeah, Cole, most likely. Cole's going to be one of them.
2: Riddle. Riddle, maybe, yeah. Depends on how much they want. But he trades
3: it in just for a Goldberg match. uh, (laughs) Or some weed. Or or some (laughs) snacks. (laughs)
2: <laughs> hey bro, you got some crisp back there.
3: <laughs> I don't want the title, I just need I just
2: need some Watsits. Uh, <laughs> oh sorry, we need a third name. Yeah. Um and Basler. Yeah, yeah, Basler's a great shout. Yeah.
3: Ripley. Ripley.
2: Also, yeah. yeah. Um Jesse
3: Venable says that Keith Lee top rope Canadian destroyer, I am in awe. Bloody hell, yeah. So cool. Uh, they keep finding new things. Like they keep being like, "Well, if we just do a cruiserweight match, yeah. then th- that'll get over." Oh, yeah. <laughs> so,
2: it's amazing. Um,
3: yeah. Start recording again. So it's funny how NXT's next pay per view is War Games, while they will be in this
2: war. Indeed, they AEW. will. Yeah, indeed, they will.
3: You would think, it's almost like I would have thought they might have not done War Games as their first, like up against AEW pay per view with all the new people coming mm. because it's quite a set like a a sort of complex thing to put across the idea that like we're going to do two rings inside a cage blah 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 blah. this is this big it's like obviously a cool marquee match but it involves a lot of rules and you could have just done something a bit easier for people to sort of get behind because you're aiming to bring in new viewers by having nxt on tv but this was a decision yeah (laughs) that's what i mean yeah Yeah, it's like obviously if you'd planned this yeah (laughs) yeah uh, George, Wadilove what I love, says I rewatched Danny screaming Only like sixty nine <laughs> times. I love that he like summoned Oni Lorkin like he was uh, Rita Repulsa. Oh my
2: god, it was, Make my it was so good. <laughs> <And> only, <laughs> and then he just went. <laughs> it's
3: incredible. That was uh, the only good thing in that. <laughs> Laramie Eschnauer says, Andy and the boys, are you ready for the war?
2: Yeah, oh, I mean, I am. Although, yeah, it's very sad. This is my last NXT ramble. So it's it's bittersweet. Mm. Traitor. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Khan pays me a lot of money. Tra- yeah,
3: that's it, <laughs> you blooming AEW Mark. Uh, it's not even a company, it's just a t shirt company. <laughs> Austin Baker says,
2: Well, what's the point of Walter now? That was lame. In what sense? I couldn't tell you. just what he said. Came out and beat up Kushida. Yeah, at the end of a fairly weird, boring. In all ride. fairness, I thought they hadn't bothered to fly him over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, could get him on two flights. There was then. a bit. There
3: was a bit where Nigel at the beginning said, uh, "Yeah, Walter's so confident in Imperium, he's not even going to come out to ringside." I was like, "Yeah, he's not in the country. Like, no, he's not in the I country."
2: I made the exact same yeah. snarky, "No, no," and then he came out at the end. I was like, "Oh, that's a genuine surprise. Yeah. Cool." Yeah, maybe he stayed. Yeah, <laughs> I like Walter. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Um, James
3: he's Jones. He's been to Disney World. <laughs> says, Keith Lee versus Dijak ranked up with they were the best out of
2: seven uh, with Booker T versus Benoit. I'm not sure I would go with Booker T-Benoit as like the all-time classic WWE matches. Sheamus okay. Cesaro's Well, sequence. I mean, I, I mean, like, you know, the, Eddie Guer- uh, the Benoit-Jericho matches, I thought were way better than mm. the Benoit-Booker T matches from like 2000, like their series of matches they had across pay-per-views. Um, but no, I think you're right. And it's like, it's... And I still think, my favorite thing about this, this Lee... Jack feud is they still haven't done that PWG match mm. which means there's still quite a lot left in the tank oh yeah it's just impressive stuff
3: I, t- I just don't know how they keep finding yeah. things like there were so many good we'll, we'll get to it in a bit but yeah. there's so many good callbacks in this match to that the last match they had yeah totally brilliant uh, and lastly for now and this one's for you Laurie uh, I don't know where this is coming from but it's uh, Seth Anathetamines says Laurie Blake has STDs no no I didn't think so either mm. it's a very strange
2: message but he is a Patreon so I
3: thought he I should indeed. read
2: it out he is indeed a Patreon he's one of our Patreon pledge hammers he's uh, asked for his name to be changed twice yeah. <laughs> so there you go and he asked for it just after I'd done the shout out as well and I was like oh, I should have checked this earlier. <sighs> it's my fault now dick uh, dick dig, diggity dick diggity dog um, anyway, let's crack on into the full review of this show. We've got a video package plugging last week's debut on USA. And I just thought to myself, why wasn't that shown on Raw and Smackdown? Mm. Like, honestly, they kept saying on Raw and Smackdown this week, God, did you see NXT last week? There was all this great stuff. And then we'll just move on to something else. I'm <laughs> like, guys we don't have the time to show you the package the video package is right there like it's all you could easily have shown this on Raw and Smackdown to make people go like oh maybe I'll watch that as well there's a few
3: too many we are NXT's in this video package but other than that it was pretty good yeah Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Undisputed Era opened the show on like this little special stage above the country yeah like they were the Pope <laughs> a little bit. They just came out to the top and then clearly left because Kathy yeah. Kelly was up there yeah.
3: afterwards. A little four-man Pope team just <laughs> up there for a wave. I was like, okay, cool. So they're going to watch the match? like yeah. you know, Because if they came out for the like the Riddle-Dane match, that would make sense. They're watching totally, to yeah. see who Cole's going to face. It's like, no, they just came out to be like, hey. I'm just going to watch it like, get excited. Get more combat. Just up there the
2: <laughs> um, Anyway, we kicked things off in perfect fashion with that Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic I uh, can't say it was rematch because it's the third match in this series of NXT matches they've had. First one ended in a double countout. Mm-hmm. Dijak picked up the win a couple of weeks ago and now we've got this third match here and I mean it's it just gets better and better <laughs> really doesn't it? It's just like, it, what else is there to say? It's, it's so good. Yeah. Here's an interesting thing that I thought before
3: the match started so this week they did at the beginning of this match specifically, they did a tale of the tape, and they did one later on for Candice and Shayna Baszler, which is a sports style presentation, presentation. Mm-hmm. not a competition. It's just a sports <laughs> yeah. style presentation. But well, I thought that was quite a cool, yeah. little thing to start doing. Like, yeah, I really like. Tale obviously, of the tape. inspired by somebody else, I think. I really like a tale of the tape. Yeah.
2: Um. I mean, we had a. Uh, Dijak chokeslamming Lee on the apron. I love the bit actually before that when Lee pounced him over the ropes, like Dijack took this amazing yeah. bump over it. It looked so cool. got um, Lee slamming him very, very hard. I remember one of my other favourite spots was when Dijack finally managed to slam his head into the top turnbuckle. Yeah. And Lee just sort of rose up with, like, oh, you done messed up, boy. Yeah,
3: <laughs> but that was that was a great callback yeah. to the spot from like when they they made so much out of that spot in the last match, which yeah. I I was really praising for. It's like they were both sold. Just bumping your head into the turnbuckle like it was the end of the world
2: and nobody wanted it to happen. Yeah, big corkscrew dive, just incredible so cool. stuff here. Uh, they sadly fell down a bit um, like during the match, but I think they picked it up very, very quickly. And the crowd were the crowd wanted this to work so well that yeah. they themselves like they had a little fumble on a guillotine spot that's, there. Yeah. I think it
3: was meant to sort of go into a power lift something, I think but so, they ended yeah. up doing a sort of fumbled roll up, which was fine. I yes. think at that point, but then it was like it, it looked like they were going for the top rope spanish fly again yeah the 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 standout spot from their last match
2: and no no it di- didn't didn't come about that way did it instead uh yeah dijak reversed it into a canadian destroyer i've just written here in all oh, i was like in yeah. l <laughs> and that was a near full moonsault by dijak i've got to give a shout out to keith lee's moonsault as well from the second row mm. picture perfect moonsault they're just both incredible yeah. aren't they like and, but anyway, the moonsault from DiJack and Lee sat up in the pin holding on to Dijak, and He looks like crazy, like a little baby yeah. while he was like, oh, God. Feynman power slam uh, for the Lee win. Just amazing stuff. His first win on TV in a long time as
3: well. Uh, it's the right choice to give, start giving him some momentum. Also, just give him that win back because then you can carry on doing these matches. If DiJack had won two now, it yeah. would be pointless continuing this
2: feud. But are we dropping that Keith Lee storyline that he's lost his way? like The one he was doing... Oh, sort yeah. of like in the old era of They NXT. are just exhibition match people now, I imagine. Yeah. I mean,
1: until,
3: like, I think this might be the point where they start building a story out of it. But the story will be on DiJack now. Mm. Because he's the one who needs to come back for... He's the one who lost most recently, I think. Yeah. Or maybe they'll just build it into the two of them wanting that decider. And being like, we need to have a clear winner here because that's it. And then after that, they might pick up Keith Lee. Yeah, and his losing streak—if he loses the feud overall—but I was trying to all about this feud at the moment. Yeah,
2: I was trying to remember as well um, when Keith Lee's last TV win was. I'm going to assume he's had a squash match this year mm-hmm. because the other loss that I was thinking of was when he lost to Lars Sullivan last October. Oh yeah, he must have had some a squash match or two in between that point before we started this because he lost to Priest and then he lost to DiJack. This, he must have had a squash match somewhere because he kind of just like lost every match for every year, or mm, nearly a year. All three of them. Yeah, all three of them, <laughs> yeah. quite. Um, they uh, As you said, they did a tale of the tape for Baszler vs. Lorray, which is taking place next week with limited commercial interruption! Boom, um, unlike this show. They recapped uh, Riddle and Dane and what happened after the show last week, and then the Street Profits cut a promo about facing the Undisputed era for the tag titled next week. because It's a stacked old show. Then we got The Return... Of my girl Dakota Kai as she took on Tainara. Kai was like holding back the tears as the crowd welcomed her back with big welcome back chants. Yeah, I love this. I love this. Lovely. Nice. Just stuff. lovely. Tainara not
3: treated to the same. <laughs> no, you're here too. Oh, you. <laughs> you're again. here too. You're <laughs> here too.
2: Um, there's lots of kicks in this match. Yeah, captain. of team kick was doing lots of kicks, but Tainara was also answering with kicks of her own. I thought Tainara looked really good. She did yeah. yeah? I think that's twice now. She, in like the last couple of weeks, where she's had matches where she's looked really, really good. Mm. I think there's some. There's definitely something special within Tainara.
3: Yeah, I just I don't know if the screaming, wailing character that goes with it is yeah. is my favourite thing.
2: Uh, but uh, Kai picked up the win. Uh, she hit the uh, big kick in the running quarter and the GTK for the win. I, I liked
3: it. I don't like the GTK. It's not
2: a great I preferred her backstabber finish that you should have, even though it was super convoluted. The one it where she gone to the back co- and then yeah, like did yeah. a bit. And the roly poly thing. thing. Yeah. That
3: was much better. This GTK thing I'm not into.
2: No. The, uh, terrible but, name. Well, uh, sorry for the fact it's a bad name. But also like, because Dijack does a much better version of it. Yeah. So you don't want to have a finisher that can be easily compared and is not as good. No.
3: And also just like just don't do it as a
1: just kick, kick her. Just Work kick.
3: out a way to kick her that doesn't involve having to do the go-to-sleep bit. Yeah. Or just do a go-to-sleep <laughs> and knee her. Wow. Well, Captain yeah, I mean, of Ken- Team Knee.
2: Kens is not there anymore. Uh, Kathy Kelly was on that stage that uh, uh, the Underspeed Era were up for previously and she hyped up Kushida versus Imperium that's going to come up on the network later on in the Even show. she was
3: confused about where it would be shown. <laughs>
2: Uh, we've got a video package for Johnny Gargano with him mm-hmm. hyping up the he was the heart of NXT. Um and not saying when he's coming back though. No, because they did tape a match with him and Shane Thorne. Mm. But obviously then plans changed and they've gone to the um, network to the USA network. Oh, yeah, so no, all that they stuff they're one hundred percent dropping the Shane Thorne. So all that nonsense. stuff they taped has been like appear apparently has been dropped. So yes, yeah, so I guess they have just dropped that Shane Thorne storyline with him. Because you've got to imagine Johnny's gonna be there next week. Oh, yeah. But doing what? It's a champa.
3: You think? I think Champa's gonna return. I just don't think yeah. I don't think they're gonna put him straight in with Johnny again.
2: Well no I'm not saying to set it up, but I'm just saying he's in and having an in ring segment and then you have Champa come out, not to set up a feud or anything. It's just as a way to have Champa's return and associate it with Gargano. I'd rather have Champa's return
3: just he comes out and
2: stares down Cole after Cole retains also works for me mate Um, speaking of Adam Cole the number one contendership to his title was determined next when Matt Riddle took on Killian Dane in a street fight this is like the fourth match that these two have had now and I've Mm. loved every single one of them this one was
3: really fun oh
2: so much fun a little bit
3: slow in the beginning but as soon as they got out of the ring I was like oh okay
2: this is great now do you also notice um, NXT have got another advert where they say join the club it's not a competition though Uh, (laughs) be elite join (laughs) the club (laughs) The only club that We have
3: villains. <laughs> um, Spend your yeah. bucks
2: wisely <laughs> on the WWE network. Um, did lots of weapon stuff during the ad break. Um, and then it was just big move after big move. Riddle hitting the Alabama Slam on Killian Dane. Oh into the little floating bro oh mate absolutely also we hit a deadlift German suplex as well so he's the best wrestler this week <laughs> there will be another one though don't you worry um, they battle up into the tech area and we had uh, Riddle like slapping Dane and then they crash through a wall into the into another ad break goes out to ad break comes back in and Riddle's just jumping through a table but that's great I love I like, that yeah. it's because, uh, we said this last week one of the things I like about the ad placements for NXT is that they're just continuing the match like they normally would do yeah. and it makes you then think like oh I wish I could see the rest well, of this, this I should go there live. This is the thing they did smartly in this match. They went to an ad break. And then
3: when you came back from the ad break, clearly something good had happened. And they went, oh, you just missed this. Yeah. And it was like, okay, cool. Well, that's, do you know what? If, you, if you're going to have the rest holds accidentally at the end of the ad break or whatever, then just, yeah, play what happened before. Completely, that's yeah. What, that's
2: why we can rewind video. <laughs> Um, we had uh, Vader bombs by Dane, and he hit the third one, but Riddle kicked out. Uh, and then we had some kendo stick shots and chair shots. We set up for another Vader bomb, but Riddle got up and hit him with a chair. Hit the power bomb out the corner, and the flash knee while Dane was holding the chair. I love that. Oh, spot. great that was spot! So fun. Yeah, uh, and, and then then Dane it, kicks
3: out too. Yeah, so they traded very near falls there, mm,
2: indeed. And then Riddle eventually grabbed the Fujiwara armbar, and Dane tapped out. Wicked I, stuff.
3: I like the fact that it was like it, it's not one of Riddle's normal moves like it's not his finisher it was like they kicked out of all the sort of the main things that riddle been put away by three vader bombs uh dane had been like brought to the edge by the flash knee strike stuff it's like i'd I liked the fact that this didn't end how you would expect it to it was just like yeah. i'm just gonna hit my finisher now yeah it felt like a proper fight and it was just someone had to give up at some point because so good they they had no other option because that will lose their arm.
2: It was so, so good. And speaking of, yeah, Adam Cole came down to mouth off a riddle saying, you're never going to win this title. You'll never be in my league. And he just grabbed him and locked him in that same arm bar. And Cole was selling it so well, like proper screaming and anger, tapping out mm-hmm. and everything. The rest of the year are run down and riddle... Bails and just walks off, and the end are all like, oh, you know, you meanie, you know meanie. And Cole's like, like, oh, mom. <laughs> and then we go to the WWE network, we come back, Cole still hurts, and the crowd mm-hmm. are just trying to U tapped out at him. Mm-hmm. Really great stuff. Yeah, that was really cool. Loved all of this. It's, the first half of this show was immense. Oh, incredible.
3: It'd be interesting to see what they do in the two hour one when we're going to, like, are they gonna? Are we gonna start actually getting proper promos? Like, because every every promo package that we've had so far has been, you know, sub thirty seconds, mm-hmm. A little VT of somebody's in ring stuff and then their name or street profits saying we're gonna have this match. Yeah, yeah, we are walking out of shot and that kind of stuff. It'd be interesting to see if we we do start to get longer promo things again and yeah, how how you? they build that into the show properly. Like, will they do it? on the debut show or, they just or do, do, do they think talking just...
2: exactly next week they just do all action
3: yeah do they think that action is the only way to get this over against AEW or because I think one of the things that NXT has always done very well is talking mm. and they make you know I think one of the coolest moments of last year's NXT was Ricochet doing mm. the flip yeah. in the middle of the promo over Velveteen the ropes dream, yeah. lands and just goes come at me like I think one that of is co-
2: genuinely one of the best moments of wrestling I've ever seen I think one of the coolest moments of this year was Io Shirai her first heel promo debut where she debuted the whole new look and mm-hmm. like, the new music and everything she came out said three words and then left it was rad yeah it was really cool so yeah I wonder if next week gonna be all action particularly because you know Moxley's got a promo segment so do you want to use that promo segment to be like ah on the other side there's wrestling. Mm. Started like, sort of. It's, oh man. It's like, it's going to be so fascinating.
3: Promo, section, promo segment will be good.
2: Wow, well, he's yeah, really I mean. good. He's a very good promo. It's going to be fascinating next week mm. to see because I wonder if. What do you think of a live
3: counter program? They'll that's be watching I mean. it in the back and be well, like, you've got to go out and do this like. That's
2: what they used to do back in the day. Like mm. in the 90s during the Monday Night War, they would have Nitro on. Like, backstage, they'd be like, okay, so they're going to be doing this segment next. We'll counter it with this. And same with Nitro. They'd be like, okay, Raw's going to do this. Let's go and do this instead. And just counter-program each other.
3: Just keep, I would just make loads of uh, fake trailers. <laughs>
2: just say you were going to do stuff and not do it. Yeah. Uh, so then we got the second half of the show, which was less good, but started off very well with Rhea Ripley versus Caden Carter. The former Lacey Lane. Indeed, yeah. And you said that her new name sounds like a porn star's name. Yeah. But in fairness, Lacey Lane also sounds. La- yeah, so
3: she's picked two porn star names is the problem. <laughs> Sometimes if you just put various, you put American names together, it just sounds like a porn star. Maybe um, that's just yeah. a British thing.
2: Uh, she did some cool lucha, though, uh, and knocked her earring out at one point. <laughs>
3: yeah, because I was like, my notes was when she came out, I was like, oh, she's going to get killed.
2: And then she didn't. No. Did some lucha. Yeah, it was I mean, fun stuff, it. yeah. She was great. And then Ripley's so good. Just slammed her down, hit the riptide for the win. Everything, Rhea Ripley is awesome. I think she's amazing. And I think she's like her...
3: It was good that they, they did that little package of her... I, I watched the little uh, PC package, actually, on the on Oh, on the really? YouTube's okay. yeah, yeah. About Rhea Ripley's debut in NXT. And they showed when she first appeared in the May Young Classic to when she reappeared in the May Young Classic. Mm. And it is such a vast difference and like a... Like it was like, oh, you found a character. Like yeah. you found a whole thing. Oh, you like metal music. Yeah. yeah. Um uh, with uh what's her name? Caden Carter. Uh she it was weird to me that she was on this show to have this match against Ripley. And it's like and we had to have a Leah last week. Like mm. when you had
2: Where's she been? It's a perfectly good Caden yeah, Carter. There's,
3: there's a perfectly good Caden Carter to lose <laughs> matches here while still putting in some offense and looking quite good. We didn't it yeah. doesn't have to be
2: it just doesn't have to be a Leah, does it? She can go back in the closet. Um, up next, we had the Britann Bruisers versus the newly named Ever Rise. Ever Rise. Uh, I'm just glad that this um, allowed Nigel Morrow to make uh, jokes about Terrorizing, which was mm. Triple H's original gimmick when he first broke into the, uh, <laughs> the world of wrestling. Um... Britain and Bruises on 205 Live on Tuesday. I was actually just chuffed to see that Martell was back on TV because I really, really enjoyed him when they were on a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. in the original version of this gimmick before they were called Ever-Rise. Ever-Rise. What a terrible, another terrible name. It's not great, is it? Bad music. But I do like Martell, so La- I'm kind of still into the gimmick. Gear. I didn't I like, like the gear this as well. match at all. I did not like the match at all. No, I, I will agree with you there, but I do like Martell. I do like their gear. Mm. I like the the plain black tights with the fleur de leaf on them. I like the fact that they are a bit of a throwback to '90s wrestling tag teams. Tag teams. Yeah. So I kind of like a lot of that. With that said, this really match was. But with match. that said, this match was so boring. This was literally ripped from the
3: '90s playbook of matches. Like it was yeah. so, it was so by the book that it killed the crowd. This Completely, was uh, this was yeah. the moment the show for me just turned and it became a bit of a trial to watch through to the end. Yeah, it like, didn't help with the next match either. No, it didn't help with the next match, and it didn't help with the, the final no, match. The, match yeah. the, the last match mirrored a lot of what happened in this match, and it was so closely booked that yeah. it was everyone was just like, oh, this again. So th- this whole match was just the Everise lads beating up Oney Lorcan yep. for far too long. Ages. It's like, it's. I don't mind a hot tag spot. They're very nice, but just do it in a
2: five-minute match and not a ten-minute one. Yeah, it wasn't very good, this. Um, And a a poor distraction spot as well, with the referee being like, hey, you're Danny Burch. And that allowed the heels to take (laughs) over. I'm like, Burch did nothing wrong. Danny! (laughs) You're my boy. Uh, malfunction at the junction. Birch tagged in. He ran wild, and then the only good part of this match is when he did the big rallying cry, mm. which he just went "Only" and mm. Only Larkin just rose up from the, <laughs> the background, just yeah. going "Raw." Oh, summoned Only Larkin. It was. Hilarious. He did. He yeah. summoned him like the Kraken. Just rose up. They get there and hit the assisted DDC for the win. Um,
1: yeah. Boring match, but the finish was
2: fun. It was fun, but it's it's.
3: I don't know. Like they just would these guys would have been better used in the Kushida match yeah. or in a little showcase match with another tag team. Like I don't I don't know why they did a hot tag cutting off the ring technical match here. It just didn't feel right. And it's like there are there are definitely teams I think that can pull it off in NXT. Um the revival were the masters of it but they were over yeah, and I don't think Ever Eyes are over enough yet to make that feel like it's worth watching like Undisputed Era when they did the technical takedown of Moustache Mountain Mm. it is one of the best tag matches I've ever seen where they throw in the towel but That's because I'm also happy to watch the Undisputed Era just go about their jobs. In this match, I was just watching to go, well, when's the hot tag coming? Exactly, yeah. I I agree. Okay, so when when are Birch and Lorcan going to win this in 10 seconds?
2: No, I completely agree with you. Um, Yeah. Anyway, at ringside, we had Deanna Perazzo and Chelsea Green uh, shown at ringside. Chelsea Green, very happy. I think uh, Purrazzo was as well because they were both tweeting like, finally, (laughs) made it onto TJ.
3: (laughs) They're in a faction, aren't they? I think they... I've seen some Instagramming oh, okay. stuff of like them having a team name sort mm. of thing. I think someone else is in it as well, but I, th- I believe they're going to be a faction.
2: Oh, cool. Mm. That's interesting. I like that. Yeah. Imprint, Don't hold actually. me to that. Uh, we saw Kushida getting ready backstage, getting into his Back to the Future cosplay. Essentially, yeah. anyway. Just in the kitchen. <laughs> just, just hanging out. Yeah, just hanging out, making a cup of tea. <laughs> uh, and then we got oof, Cameron Grimes in his hat, taking on Raul Mendoza. I liked the start of this when Grimes went to do the double feet right at the start but yep. Mendoza ducked it and he you know, did the sort of like finger waggle thing I'll be honest I had to check my notes last week because I thought it was Raul Mendoza last week yeah. it was Sean Maluta last week yeah, it was week. Sean Maluta <laughs> I had to go back. I was like did we see this match last week? <laughs> oh no it was a different person um, but then this this was also quite boring I,
3: I actually I think this match was better than the last one yeah uh and I just, I think, but the problem is that I think the last one killed the room so hard that no amount of Raul Mendoza trying to get people on his side as the babyface was working. No. Grimes isn't a heel, but is being I sorted. Think he but is. He, but he isn't really being presented. He's not acting as a heel. He's just, he's winning matches completely fairly. Yeah, it's true. but I, I think he is still a heel. I no, I get that he's a, I, I know that he's a heel, but he's not like... He's not help, it doesn't help Raul Mendoza's cause to be the plucky babyface if your heel isn't gloating or being too vicious or whatever. Like, it's it's, it's kind of he, like, Grimes' presentation is just as a very good wrestler, actually. Uh, And then Raul Mendoza was sort of doing a bit of desperate babyface stuff and it wasn't quite gelling together. Yeah. And then all of Raul's flashy, awesome, cool spots where he actually was in control for a fair bit of this match against Grimes didn't come off like wow we should all be cheering crazily for this yeah I and just think everyone was everyone yeah. had lost their sort of luster for the match by that they, point
2: they popped big for like the big step up into Guri because it made a big loud slapping noise and almost like, like that loud Ooh, slap yeah. wo- woke the crowd up yeah. you're like oh god here we are yeah. because Grimes had been working over him for quite some time just doing like not rest holds but just sort of like working over the arm for a long time mm. and I think Grimes is great I think Trevor Lee is an incredible wrestler This match just wasn't connecting with the crowd. It it didn't connect with me either. Um, Let him talk. It's such a good promo. Let
3: him talk. Like, let him talk. Let him uh, be a bit more dastardly with the whole thing. Like,
2: yeah. Tell me what this character is. Like, give me more of what this character. is just saying he's a
3: saying he's a technical savage, but he's never really savage. He's actually quite. He's actually just quite wily. But it's also
2: meant to be like a throwback to the strongman style of of sort of like the, the 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 carny. Uh, industry. So yeah, so give us more of what this character is. you know is. what? A hat is not a gimmick. And <laughs> oh, that's, that's the issue here. let has got a jacket as well.
1: Mm.
3: <laughs> yeah, but the jacket didn't get a long lingering camera shot when he put it on the ring post, because the hat did. <laughs> they were like zooming into it. I was imagining they are going to put the Mandy Rose Vaseline <laughs> filter on. Look at this hat. Isn't it neat? Well,
2: maybe we don't know. It's the hat from uh, Mario Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's cat. Yeah, and he can become any wrestler who throws it onto. Anyway, he hit the double stomp out of nowhere. I do like that as a finish. Uh, the crowd did boo the win. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I didn't want to I think
3: win. from like, oh, that means you're gaining momentum.
2: We're going to see more <laughs> of your hat. Uh, and then we got our main event which was Kushida and two mystery partners versus Imperium. I was so, so, so excited for this match because Imperium are really, really cool. Kushida's amazing. And there's a surprise element about it. Yeah. So I was super excited for this. Kushida came out first. Then you get the Imperium entrance, which is always amazing. They just look so, so awesome. It's a
3: wicked entrance.
2: So good. And then Kushida taps his watch points at the back. and I'm like, (gasps) and it's the fashion police. And I was like, oh. And, and as I was like, running the like, run in numbers, be like,
3: who's who's worked with WWE that Kushida could get, and I was like, I don't know, like, Kota Ibushi. It's <laughs> like, you know, like, like coming up with all these like wild theories and names. Yeah. You like, there, there's all these people that WWE has brought in for spot matches and things like that. And it's like you you're starting a show. You could do that as like a Kushida's called in. Some I think it had to be thing. someone who was on the. Last uh, yeah, day. but it could have also been yeah. someone from Raw. It well, could have I, been I, someone well, from SmackDown. That, you know, and I
2: thought they might have done something like that. It but could it have instead of been s-
3: someone from 205 Live.
2: But it wasn't. It was the fashion police. And yeah, didn't work for me. Nigel had some really weird commentary as well. Because he was like, what is this? Demolition Man? I'm like, because they're police? (laughs) When I look at Breezango, I don't think, oh, it's like Demolition Man. Because those are not connected. Well, it's like a hen party is what it looks like. (laughs) And then he called them Blade Runner. I'm like, because he's a cop? (laughs) 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 Keep saying cop shows at them. <laughs> I nothing like that.
3: Yeah, I, but that's, I think that's the thing is like it, it's such a dead end gimmick that no one knows what to do with it. Yeah, and I, like, they need a revamp. They needed to go. In <laughs> they the, was there, the opportunity. To they use. needed to go in the direction that Tyler Breeze was already going when he returned to NXT. Yeah. and they should have just incorporated Fandango into that. Changed his name from Fandango. And moved on. Yeah. Rather than going, oh no, we should just put Breezango back together because that's what's going to get over. Or, and I completely understand the reasoning behind getting Breezango in this match because they half made the point on commentary that Breezango is kind of offensive to Imperium's creed yeah, of like, we the respect match. the yeah. ring mat. Like, it makes perfect sense. But then do more Breezango stuff. Yeah. Don't do neither. Like, <laughs> What are you doing?
2: Yeah, this didn't work for me at all. And then the match was Imperium working over Tyler Breeze for a long, long time. And I, just and I saw that. And I like Imperium working people over because I think they're very, very good at it. But as you said, we literally just saw this two yeah. matches previous with the bread and brawlers yeah. and the the Viagra pill guys.
3: Yeah, but you also and also like it, it, it was weird to do it for this match had like fifteen minutes at the end of the show. It was weird to do it for ten minutes. Yeah, and then have a two and a half minute. Hot tag. Comeback. When you know... You know, one, what Imperium are capable of. Like, Fabian Eichner can do a hopping moonsault oh, yeah. from, like, three different ropes. <laughs> so, why why are we not seeing that? Like, are you not trying to get people hyped for next week? What Like, as much as we've shown on the USA half of this... Matt Riddle and Killian Dane wrecking the house. If people are watching all of NXT, this is the thing you leave them with. Yeah. This boring match that we just saw ten minutes ago done by four different guys and if you're not in the US as well this is the only bit of NXT you got to see this week (laughs) exactly and it's like great it ends with it ends setting up something I do want to see but I could have happily also watched this if it was done like not just a Boring hot tag. Like, this needed a be tornado so,
2: tag. It should have been more back and forth yeah. than what it was. It was the fact that it was then working over Breeze for so long. Like, if you are going to do that match, then you need to structure the bread and brawlers match different. Yeah. Because otherwise, we're just watching the same match twice. Yeah, But with exactly. different faces. Either way, um, Kushida finally got in, and he hit the Masada Tanaka right hand. Um, I like his little handspring into the uppercuts. That was really nice, like the uppercut reversal. Yeah, that was cool. But then he got an Akana roll for the win, and then Walter attacked him after the match and to end on a, just a wrong like <laughs> oh no it was it was disappointing yeah it was disappointing because I was really into this Kushida Imperium fuse. yeah and it it just disappointed I would
3: have I would have happily watched Kushida versus Imperium yeah. like <laughs> just on his own yeah or just,
2: f- actually just Kushida versus Fabian Eichner. yeah yeah, or Kushida versus Wolf. Because Wolf Wolf did a deadlift German suplex in there, so he's great. Um <laughs> Just against one of the three of them as opposed to the six man. Yeah, yeah. And if you're gonna do the six man, don't have it be the fashion police. Yeah. As much as I love Breezango Anger and everything, this it didn't work. Well it made it made Kashida.
3: Kushida's character has never been so far I'm jokey. I'm a joke. Like the mm-hmm. the obviously he dresses like Marty McFly, whatever. But realistically, his character so far has been I'll take on anyone and I will win because mm-hmm. I'm Kushida and yeah. I'm amazing. So why would he be like, yes, you, two jokes, please come help me. <laughs> like, yeah. I, mean, hey, I feel like Kashida's quite driven. Like, he's quite like, okay. he's
2: competitive and driven and he wants to win. It's like, choose someone good. Can I just say, this could have been worse. I'm going to present a worse scenario. It was. Uh, we had loads of skits of Brizango giving him fashion advice about dressing like Back to the Future characters. Mm. This could have been way worse mm. than getting him to change his gear. Yeah. Just saying, I'm just I'm just posting a worse version of this. But
3: like, oh, I mean, the potential when you go, okay, they're mystery partners. Like, Mustache Mountain would have made, like, with yeah. Imperium as well, would have made so much sense after yeah. the Tyler Bate Walter match from Takeover Cardiff, from all the stuff before that that they were doing with British Strong Style and Imperium. Yeah. it's Like, there were so many options to just bring people in that would really pop people because you could have just put Breezango in the match against Lawton and Birch. Hmm. And just had that as an exhibition match. And that would have been fine too. Yeah. It didn't need to be Brizango here. I don't think they added anything because they didn't play off the idea that Brizango's stupid fricking gimmick (laughs) is offensive to Imperium.
2: Uh, So anyway, that was the show as a whole. What did you score in your reviews going up later? I gave it a finest yes that's, so that's three, three out of five. Out five and i think that's that's fair because while i thought the first hour was amazing second hour really dragged i think the first hour was a five star yeah hour
3: 100 and the second hour was maybe a two star hour yeah
2: dragged down the average yeah fair i think fair
3: that's fair enough
2: Um, but what say you let's get on over to Randy Andy Danson with the Super 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 Chats well
3: it's uh, interesting that you said that uh, Lacey Lane sounds like a porn star um, and that you said that Everise sounds like a Viagra band because that is exactly what I wrote in my news piece about three hours ago so individually we have thought the same thing so um, but Tim Arnt says also had all these jokes in the NXT review for later. So <laughs> mm, look forward to those. Uh, Tim Arnt says, not wrestling rated, but I'm heading out to a thrash concert tomorrow. Any advice? I've been to plenty
2: of shows, but more advice is always good. Mm, to have fun, I guess. Yeah, you can enjoy some thrash metal. Don't do drugs. Stay in school. Mm. Uh, Zach
3: Icon <laughs> adding onto his message from yesterday saying adding salt water.
2: Salt to water raises it raises its boiling temperature. Yeah, someone was uh, messaging yesterday. It was it Zach? Exactly, I yesterday messaging mm-hmm. about adding salt to uh, water when you're doing pasta. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. Anyway, that was the. That you were was just the, like, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I was like, yeah. It's also, it's, just, it's, it's, it's seasoning and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. But apparently, it's also about boiling water. Yeah, yeah. Um, Canalalma Maprobile says uh-huh. a little bit of the rumbly, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of the rambly, a little bit oh. of the rambly.
3: Well, he says rumbly. So, I'm-
2: well, actually, so we are, so we might be. Che- well, I say we might be. We're going to be changing the name of the show. The Wrestle Rumble won't be no more. so We're going to go to Wrestle Talk Live. And it's because we found out recently a lot of people think it's the Wrestle Rumble, oh. and that's why people can't find it on um, iTunes uh-huh, okay. or any of their podcast feeds. Um, okay. Speaking of a of bubbly,
3: uh, whilst we've been on here. Chris Jericho has uh, applied for a uh, trademark for Little Bit of Bubbly for a drink's purposes. So it sounds like he is really making the most of this and will be bringing out a drink called Little Bit of Bubbly.
2: Well, it's, it's a good job that joke is still uh, in the public consciousness really, isn't it? Mm.
3: Um,
1: Jericho Start recording <laughs> yeah. What an entrepreneur says,
3: Not NXT related But I'd really like Gable To be drafted to Raw So we can get Styles Versus Gable For the US Championship Sounds like a
2: solid feud To me I'll be honest I thought Gable was on Raw oh, I don't know what brand he was on But I suppose Him being on Smackdown Makes sense Yeah he is on Smackdown He's, He's on yeah. Smacky days. Uh Kevin says Ooh Oni <laughs> <laughs>
3: That It was Yeah so memeable. yeah it was it's, so good yeah uh, Chris says we are no BS looks like we are knobs <laughs> <laughs> I like that <laughs> that's good just don't leave them on screen at the same time I guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, start recording says quick question will the 4th of October Smackdown be on BT Sport in the UK no it will not that's not until 2020 yeah Um, crazy Lewis who's one of our website writers um, says I am blessed to share my 18th birthday with Chopper so happy birthday to Lewis happy birthday Lewis good birthday Lincoln Jack Donme says I'm yet to consummate my magazine (laughs) Definitely don't consummate a magazine. No. No. Think of the paper cuts, mate. Yeah. Indeed. Pages sticking together. The Zach icon Lindner says, I don't have a TV in the US, so the fight thing works for
2: me. As obviously in regards to the AEW deal. Mm. Yeah, I mean, a fight's the way we're going to go as well mm-hmm. to be able yeah. to watch it uh, live. Because actually, £4 pounds a month.
3: It really isn't it's that four much. four
2: bucks as well. Yeah. Because like it's, it's it's in US dollars. So actually with the, I suppose with the pound rate at the moment, it's probably about 25 quid. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. Actually, it's still dirt cheap. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's actually pretty good. I think yeah. it's pretty good value for money. Um. Austin Baker says, no, that was for earlier. Uh, James,
3: Kevin, (laughs) come on, Andy. This is your last show doing this. I literally, (laughs) exactly. I literally screamed when Lee kicked out of the moonsault. What a moment! So cool. Yeah, just lifting him up as well as you say, cradling Mm. him. It was wonderful. It was the the Undertaker spot, but also (laughs) with the baby. Uh, gigantic man baby
2: gigantic man baby uh, Anton H says Lee Dijak was like a WCW cruiserweight show opener yeah that's a great way to put it as well so good I mean yeah the commentary we're putting over very hard like this is a cruiserweight match but yeah. with you know two fridges it's like those uh, <laughs> it's like all those things that people have done of
3: like Sasha Banks if you put Sasha Banks into Google people have just fatted her up in all the pictures <laughs> this was that but as a match is
2: that a thing yeah really yeah weird. I know. Have you seen that thing that on Google as well if you Google uh, friends' characters? Like just the the actual character names. There's like little gimmicks in the corner. If you press them they do little animations. Mm. I'll, I'll, sh- I'll show you one now while uh, Randy's doing our next question. Um, Luis Jamie Look Perez <laughs> says <laughs> Happy Original Rusev Day. Russell it is! Borg-Majka. That's right. It's the Original Rusev Day today. Ollie put it in as a recurring uh, event in our google calendar because he thought it'll be a gimmick that'll last forever <laughs> it will last forever but anyway yeah so no like,
3: he's just fathering babies now
2: oh no, 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 no that's been dropped now, that's so. been dropped oh, as yeah. what <laughs> yeah. oh yeah he it, it actually he's not connected to maria at all so <sighs> why he debuted in that segment i don't know anyway yeah if you google like it's because Ro- of his pervy tash if you google ross geller and then you go like that it says pivot
3: No, now Google Fat Sasha Banks.
2: <laughs> not go- <It's> a, <laughs> I'm not googling Fat Sasha Banks. Just go, it, oh, to be Google fair, Sasha
3: Banks. To be Listen, fair,
2: it is really funny. I've seen it. Uh um, right, this is the first time I've ever heard of this sort of thing? The internet's a weird place. Everyone at home, Google Fat Sasha Banks. Google along
3: with us. It's, <laughs> 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 this and this, as That's you can weird see, thing. And As you can see, this completely describes the. Lee Dijak match everyone they were just all the proportions were stretched for
2: cruiserweights what a weird thing to do it was actually Lear Rush versus Drew Gulak oh of course it's on DeviantArt um <laughs> okay well that's my weird internet <laughs> discovery for the week bloody hell
3: um, people
2: yeah uh George Wadolove
3: says Rhea Ripley is a future star this is my brutality she's
2: awesome She's, she's going to get so, so a good. monster push. Oh, yeah. I
3: think once Baszler's, maybe she's the one to take it off Baszler. I don't know. That's where they were going. But <laughs> mm. maybe they've dropped that completely. So I feel like she'll be the Baszler once Baszler's moved on.
2: I'm still, I'm going for it. Sticking by my plan. It's War Games and Re- uh, Ripley's the one who pins Baszler and that sets up the championship match for Rumble weekend. Uh, Damian Wade says, Watch Candice LeRae win the title next week now.
3: <laughs> yeah. My a, mum thinks Keith Lee is awesome, says Damian Wade. Your
2: mum is right. Keith, well, your mum is awesome. Yeah, Keith is so cool. What a nice guy as well. Uh,
3: forged by Gaming. So stupid question. If you managed a four s- man slash woman stable, who would you pick? Stupid questions. Not a, question. It's a not fine st- question. Except it's a great question.
2: Um, I want to have the big lads. So it's going to be uh, Keith Lee, DiJack, Walter. And fat Sasha Banks that's gonna <laughs> <be my laughs> <Yeah>. Fat Banks <laughs> Fat Banks That's going to be my to be my foursome I uh,
3: only do the four horsewomen And I just want All four horsewomen But they are actually Horsewomen The WWE it's version The four centaurs Is what I want <laughs> You want that yeah. The Rousey version Or the Banks version uh, The fat
2: Banks version The <laughs> <laughs> four fat We can't horsewomen. make this a thing <laughs> I felt bad for saying it <laughs> yeah, but Why? It's not her, it's <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's,
3: it's the weird it's barely even a deep fake It's not <laughs> I'd uh, I'd only have three and I'd pick uh, No one Kush- asked you Randy Kushida and the Fashion Police um, All Jobba, three of the Fashion Police Jobber <laughs> JJ says WWE is being WCW on Something Happened Go check it out for yourselves um, Also oh, AEW on Twitter said that I rock How will AEW TV work for pay-per-views in the UK?
2: Well the pay-per-views are live free aren't they? Uh, yes and also they said that they're going to be airing um, because at the moment the the time frame is it goes out on Sundays Mm -hmm. but on pay-per-view weekends it goes out on Saturdays that's kind of essentially the best they could get I suppose apparently the report is is that they had a the the TV deal was there they were going to go live on ITV4 but then on the weekend ITV changed their minds and have presented this deal instead and (sighs) The, the reaction to this has been, I, I thought, was quite funny because a lot of people seem to think it was AEW's fault. As, mm-hmm. if, like, as if AEW went into ITV and said, do you know what time I really want? 20 past 8 on a Sunday morning it mean that time or nothing else Prime rhyme time baby <laughs> and, and then walked out but I, I think it's just an ITV decision and it's not a great one it's actually quite terrible yeah it's a bad decision for yeah. a channel that mostly
3: shows like uh, car programs but they're cheap aren't they that's yeah. it it's
2: like the report is it's going to cost them if they were air it live it'd cost them 30,000 pounds I think mm. per episode so yeah you may as well get some lad who picks up old cars and you know turns them into motorbikes or something for two hundred quid an episode, pick that instead, yeah, the uh, Sean Williams Scott lethal weapon <laughs> oh God, a bad show uh, someone show on, a
3: lot. <laughs> someone on Twitter's done a bit of research, I think into this, and sort of because there was a suggestion that it's the, all to do with uh, commercial breaks and advertising, mm. and he's seen apparently he 's completely debunked that and said that 's all nonsense why
2: has v' always said that before though because it 's twelve minutes of adverts well it's twelve minutes of adverts for u k TV time an hour, I believe, is this, whereas it's 16 in the US. And because it's with BT and Sky, they, because they're subscription services, they get away with it slightly differently. Because mm-hmm. they have the 12 minutes of advert, but then just fill the rest of the time with like coming up on Sky Sports, mm-hmm. or you know, just rolling images of WWE stuff. But I don't think ITV can get away with it. That's, that's what I've always mm-hmm. been under the impression of, anyway. Just, there isn't enough content
3: in Love Island to fill the time. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Uh, Kirik says, support Wrestle Talk. I love you all.
2: Thank you very much. We love you.
3: Josh Lynette says, need a
2: London house short-term. Can I be housemate Josh? I mean, not with me, but uh, have you got any spare? No, unfortunately, no.
3: housemate Simon is taking it up. Oh. Ollie, you, Ollie really wants... Oh, I don't live in London. Um, oh, yeah. Ollie, Ollie has lots of room there. Housemate Guildford. <laughs> uh, don't tell them where I live. What, as <laughs> if anyone's going to come and see you? <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> That's a lie. German Dan when and saw him. <laughs>
2: Connor Short says, "How are UK fans going to watch NXT the next day um, when it goes up uh, on Thursday evenings?" Mm. Yeah, that's how.
3: George Vladov yeah. says, not, five... that, "That's
2: not a great deal either." But again, have that... you
3: tried googling?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not Sasha, <laughs> but I mean, watch. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to suggest that because um, it's the naughty way of doing it. But I, I do think it's, it's always been the case that the US is the big market. Yeah, that's the one that companies are going to put all their focus into first. Before looking outside. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. and that's what WWE have done, it's what AEW are currently doing. It just it makes sense.
3: People wouldn't go for the naughty way if there was a normal way to watch things usually. Exactly. Yeah. You would find. Uh George Wadilov says five pounds if anyone can pronounce my name right. It's W-A-W-D-I-L-O-V-E L O V E. I'm guessing Vadilov, Vad Vadilov. Vadilov, yeah. Vadilov. Yeah, I like that. Wadilovey. It's like Jake Gillenhall, isn't it? Gyllenhaal <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Kevin says I thought that Street Profits would team with Kushida since they were the first to defend Riddle last week in the big brawl Street Profits would have been a great shout there were many better shouts yeah uh, Caleb Maldonado says will any of you be playing the new Dragon Quest game the demo alone is fantastic also Wooloo for Talk <laughs> mascot
1: Wooloo <laughs>
3: uh, I've got the demo on my Switch I just haven't got around to playing it yet I probably will Play through all of Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive Age. I still haven't finished Spider Man, <laughs>
2: or Resident <laughs> Evil League Two. Playing man, games though. from
3: twenty years ago. <laughs> still yeah. not
2: finished Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. In fact, actually, since I got my PlayStation Four a few years ago, I have finished two games. I've finished Doom, which was amazing, mm-hmm. and uh, the first Uncharted. Fabulous. It's not played played the good Uncharted. And the
3: last one for today is from Nathan the Alpha Wolf Villa, who says, Happy National Pancake Day. woo Which is strange, because you'd have thought that National Pan- Day, Pancake Day would have been Pancake Day.
2: Well, that's only in the uh, UK, though, isn't it? Mm. That's you being yep. a bit of a... I'm
3: uh, just being really xenophobic. So, yeah. why is it only in the UK that Pancake Day, though? Because I thought Pancake Day was to do with Easter.
1: Oh, well, maybe, it was it maybe to do with using a, a up all the. Christian it was, thing then. Yeah, it's it a do, thing, isn't
3: yeah, it? Um, nonsense about these were the only things around, so yeah. you made pancakes. I mean, I didn't Why do, is Pancake Day
2: different? I didn't do very well at religious studies at school, so unfortunately, I'm, I can't really help you Did out. Did you just think anymore. we just had an English Pancake Day? Well, no, but... I mean, so, fun story. I mean, we're gonna, we've are going run quite short on this episode, so I can tell this story. <laughs> but for RE, once, um, uh, I, we had to create our own national holiday. Right. And because I was 12 years old and thought I was cool quack shot day <laughs> <laughs> oh if i'd have done that it would have been a very different story but no i did national kurt cobain day because i was a, i was just i thought nirvana was the greatest thing in the world mm-hmm. so i did this whole sort of like tribute to kurt cobain day and i was like you had to talk about what people would do on that day and i right. would like you'd put on concerts and you'd have tribute acts doing this sort of thing and stuff anyway i got um ungraded um, my my teacher refused to mark it because kurt cobain committed suicide and that's uh, against God's way, uh, um, so I got a big fat zero ooh. for that all that work that I did, which admittedly was not a I great. Deal. My, which is my,
3: weird because Nirvana is definitely like a religious, a semi-religious uh, thing. I know, right? You know, yeah, well, the, ma- but, the majority of my religious studies weren't religious at all, so that's. that's yeah, no, mine was. Yeah. Our, our re stuff was mostly arguing. Mm. The, all the, all the tests were. You just got marks if you put forward t- the two sides of an argument. It yeah. wasn't like just yeah. this is right as long as you went this is right but there were also some people who believe this because xyz then it was like tick yeah. tick
2: yeah and you do the whole thing. like we watched um the green mile and we watched um uh what's the other one is the the is it the sean penn movie where he's uh, uh he's been arrested he's going on death row and someone's oh man i can't remember what that film's called now there's spoilers at the end turns out he did do it but you spent the whole movie thinking that he didn't do it and, the, what, you know, what, and what did you do at the end? Of well, the it's, it's all about did you like, just, it, will he get into heaven? Is <laughs> Dead Man Walking? I was going to say it's Dead Man Walking. All I to think of was Dead Man Shoes. Dead it's not like a man, very different
3: Walt. film. Uh, <laughs> I have, failed my uh, mock RE exam. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't think I didn't. I don't think I didn't. Exam. But I did I, fail my general uh, studies exam. I failed. Well, I failed it on purpose, and then yeah. they made me resit the mock exam, and then I sat the actual exam and got an A. I failed my work. I failed my ICT functional skills exam. So, and I wasn't, I didn't pass the, uh, Microsoft Excel part so that's probably why I was struggling
2: so I <laughs> was we trying to create that table um, We got back t- from lunch <laughs> and he's like "Look, I can't create a graph and I'm like what on I over <laughs> have but, you tried doing this I know how to
3: create a graph I just don't know how to create that graph I, I've fixed it now uh, we've actually had two more super chats i will do this oh.
2: quickly uh, Razman's Reality says hey boys I was just wondering is the weekend magazine show still happening with the changes to Smackdown being on Saturday yes we're looking to do it on a Friday we're going to do it live on Ooh. Friday is it, live, live band but that that is um, it's TBC but that is currently the plan what about Ramble Club Uh, well we'd record that afterwards okay fine Uh,
3: and one that'll disappoint you very much Luke is uh, Zach Linda says can Andy do a rolling R Drake Maverick spot
2: Uh, no but I do want to talk about this though (laughs) Um, so this was pointed out on our discord channel and then we'll wrap this show up Um, but someone pointed out that the new raw logo looks like a Power Rangers visor
1: oh it does (laughs) 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 Whoa.
2: So that makes me like the new Raw logo even more now. So we've been having a chat recently on the podcast about um, the way that insults used to be in schools mm-hmm. back in their 90s when we were there and how they are now. And it's just like, because we appear to be in a more progressive world, at least that's the way I sort of look at the world now. I think that it's a much nicer place than it was when we were growing up in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and people have been getting in touch with us who are going to school and been sort of giving us a bit of an update to let us oh, know okay. what sort of like lingo is. Apparently, at least according to one email that we've had, calling people a nonce is a big thing. Like that's, that's the a new, a nonce. That's the new insult of choice. A friend of ours didn't know
3: what nonce meant. They just thought it meant sort of like... A silly person. A silly person. I was like, no, it's like a paedophile. Like, <laughs> like, oh, I just thought it was like a comical idiot. Like yeah, You're no. talking nonsense. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, anyway, this one comes in from... I uh, I'm um, um, Amar, I'm going to guess it's A-M-O-G-H. Amar? Mm. Mm, I do apologize Um, hello rest talk uh, crew I am a 16 year old student from India on hearing you want to know about today's teenage use of homophobic or racist slurs, I thought I would share my opinion although we don't use social media for cyberbullying or ragging on others we do use it for general jokes and memes the use of the word gay is still quite frequent and offensive because it's not until April that this year uh, being legally LGBTQ was legalized by the government also since we are a smarter generation than you we modify uh, the n-word or bitch by censoring it with consonants, uh, with a b, the b emoji, or for example, oh, basically you're just you're just. You said emoji. I've lost these. Lost. <laughs> <don't> know, what's, <laughs> what's happening? Well, it's basically it's it's replacing the the consonants, which I used to think were consonants. Um, yeah. I, I once held, when I was at university, I once hosted a. There countdown. Were only five continents. Well, I yeah, I, I was hosting. Look, well, no, there's, there's five vowels and the rest of them are consonants. Yeah, but I was hosting a, um, a countdown quiz at a pub, <coughs> and I kept saying. Consonant, uh, consonants. Yeah, and people kept correcting me, saying, "No, it's consonants." <laughs> <laughs> like what a way to find out. I was like, well, "Sorry, what you? What are you saying?" Like, no, it's consonant. I was like, "That's yeah. no, consonant, isn't it?" I am poorly equipped <laughs> for this <laughs> quiz. I was very drunk as well. <laughs> um, I am not exactly Carol. <laughs> or
3: Rachel depending on when you were doing this it this was Carol, this is yeah, way this before was rachel yeah. um sad times
2: sad um oh, I was a big fan of Carol the calculator <laughs> back in the year two thousand <laughs> b r before Rachel, oh so crap at maths was Carol Borderman <laughs> and a maths based quiz show. So there with a calculator kinda of like, um, yeah, I think you could probably do it this way, <laughs> not like Rachel, she just is like that, blah 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 no every number that guy uh, I think they've just made earpieces smaller realistically I don't know. She's got Siri. The the game's just changed. Yeah. Um, Essentially, what they they are doing is all the consonants within a rude word, like the N-word or the B-word, neither of which you should use anyway. Right. I just want to point out, apparently 16-year-olds are still using them as insults. Okay, so you say, for example, bumhole. Yeah. Would be, you'd replace all the consonants in that with the B emoji. Not the flying B, but the letter B emoji. But that still just spells the word like all. Well, the no part, but, all yeah, of but then m was also be a b as well so it'd be like it'd say like bub, bub hub bub bub <laughs> bob b it was well, yeah a lot Bub-obby. of b in- <laughs> um, i mean is- that's quite a fun game isn't it like well i mean i, I like this and this is not as offensive mm. um and also social media won't censor it because it's an emoji I mean, that sounds like you want to be offensive and have just found so, a way yeah, around so it. So that is, yeah, exactly. That's the thing is like, it is as
3: offensive because the intention is there. Yeah. If you've used the word to be offensive, then the, it is offensive. offensive yeah. You can make any word offensive <laughs> if you say it with enough, like, veracity. If you say, <laughs> if you say anything with enough intent, it yeah. can be quite rude. Yeah. I hate you,
2: Batman. You're bold, Luke! <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. Um... Sometimes brackets, a lot of the times closed brackets. We use holy hell. I'm not sure I can read this. Um, yeah. Anyway, you basically they also like to use super offensive abuses. Yeah. P.S. Hmm. Yes, it would be my yeah because yeah, I mean, I feel like that was yeah. So we're much
3: yeah. more liberal than you guys.
2: Yeah. Apparently so. Uh, P.S. I mean, granted, this is a country that's only just made it legal to you. Be gay, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But yes, uh, it will be my third year WrestleTalk YouTube channel subscription anniversary and my one year podcast anniversary at Survivor Series this year. Thank you for being so entertaining. Keep up the good work, guys. Much appreciate. Love from India. Amor. Thanks so much, (laughs) bumhole. It's a fact. I find it so interesting. Because not only is, like, the great thing about this podcast is that we're a very open forum. We like to learn things. Someone's been getting in touch with us recently in, like, educating us about the furry community. Ooh. Which has been really, really interesting. But we also don't just get to see from, like, 16-year-olds and how they're sort of, like, acting around school these days. And what, you know, uh, insults are still being used and what insults have very much been phased out. And how open poor people are. We get to hear all over the world. Mm. And how different cultures treat these sorts of things. and are very interesting. Ooh. Um, let's see, what else have we got in the mailbag that we can do quickly before we get to the show itself? I think actually we're pretty much out of emails. Whoa. Oh, that was always a... Oh, actually, I will, I will tell you this joke though, because this was on yesterday's show, but it really made us laugh. Uh, As from James, who says, uh, What happens when you eat um, aluminium foil? Well, I don't know. You sheet metal. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretty good, right? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. um have we got? No, we haven't got time. Sorry, Reese, I've just found your uh, Get Better email, but I haven't. Well, we'll do that on the Saturday show, but thank you so much for sending it in uh, regardless. Uh, but thank you so much uh, for listening. It's been quite the ride. It has. Because you and I have been doing this for pretty, over a year now, mm. I think, the NXT review. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. We've had, you know, some really good episodes and a lot of filler episodes a lot of fine a lot of not a lot of bad though that was i think that's, that's the key thing. to it there
3: hasn't no. been very much no. terrible nxt and it's just been a fun old ride it but i'm going
2: gonna... <laughs> to Hand the reins over yeah, to, to Pete. While well, you defect as well. Oh, well, I defect and I go and review AEW because that Tony Khan To the is true, really not nice. real
3: true alternative alternative, <laughs> not true but it's also, not a, but not a competition. But it's not a competition. It's not a competition. We're not at war, really. I am. <laughs>
2: uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, man, that yeah, weekly meeting is going to be really good yeah, now because gonna you gonna and be I are going to be head to head on mm. podcast stats. Mm. Oh. There we go. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back t- on Saturday with the magazine show talking about, I don't know, maybe the AW UK TV deal because it's not great. Oh, yeah, um, that is a yeah, horror At show. all, there he is. Not, it's not good at all. So maybe we'll dive into Choose that. Choose between one of these two terrible time slots. <laughs> or uh, we'll talk about something else. But if you are one of our pod swatters and you are a subscriber, uh, uh, uh. if you are a subscriber, if you're part of this, you know, subscribe to the feed, Good to talk you to put me. A pause in there I for, did, no for no reason. If subscribe her, uh. get- <laughs> if you subscribe her, um, <laughs> then you will get a sneak peek at our patreon exclusive Wrestle Ramble Extra podcast, where we review Unforgiven two thousand six, a very bland show, but it was surrounded by a lot of controversy. Controver- Deary me! That the last
3: one we were always over the line, Luke. The last <laughs> one, You're
2: fluffing it up, aren't you?
1: Ballsing it up, left, right, <laughs> and centre now.
2: Uh, The controversy surrounding the poll on Patreon and sort of like the divisiveness that that show created and the the mere suggestion of doing a review of All In, Mm. which you reviewed last year and neither you or Ollie could remember doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was in the Red Room of Death. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, you get to hear all of that controversy in detail in a free sneak peek of the WrestleRamble Extra podcast. So keep an eye out for that. Take care. I love you. Goodbye.